welcome to this week's episode of the Double G NFL Picks podcast. In this podcast, the Double G to a father and son go through every NFL game and predict who they think is going to be the winner. My name is Griffin, I'm the first of the Double Gs. And I'm the second of the Double Gs, my name is Graham. So, week five is in the bag and it was quite an intense week, a lot of quite intense games. Yeah, there was. There was a few surprises. It seems like every week we get a lot of surprises, don't we? But uh, yeah, it was a good one. It was a good good week again. Yeah. So let's go through all the games and check out the scores. So first off, we had the Thursday night football game between the Bears and the Commanders. Both of us picked the Commanders, but the Bears shocked everyone and won 40-20. The Bears' star wide receiver, DJ Moore, had an insane game with three touchdowns and over 200 yards. What were your thoughts on this game? I thought the Commanders were going to handle this one comfortably. And uh, Justin Fields looked amazing. As you say, DJ Moore, the last two weeks, has suddenly come alive. He's gone from being completely unproductive to being the wide receiver everyone thought he could be and certainly the Bears hoped he could be. Yeah, it was a dominant performance. Quite a start to the week. Next up, we had my boys, the Jacksonville Jaguars, taking on the Buffalo Bills at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Both of us picked the Bills, but the Jags shocked everyone and won 25-20. How about that? Not what I expected, honestly, but obviously the Bills came up clutch in their last two drives, scored to keep it close. In the first half, the Jags' defence held them pretty well until that late touchdown in the first half. But apart from that, what were your thoughts on this game? Well, I mean, the Bills were the hot team coming in. They were the hot hand. I genuinely thought you wouldn't have much of a chance. We were obviously cheering for you. And then suddenly you guys went up. You know, you got the touchdown. You got the two-point conversion, which I thought was a gutsy call. Uh, the field goal, you were leading 11-0. It was all looking very comfortable. And unfortunately, there was just that... The Bills had that great drive at the end of the first half, managed to score. And then the second half, you and I just stood there and bit our nails, didn't we? I don't think we sat down the whole second half. We were just, it was nail-biting stuff. And when Travis Etienne went in for the touchdown, we were like, oh, that's it, it's in the bag. And then the Bills drove straight down and scored. And then you guys run a bit of clock down and leaving them about 20 seconds. And even then, we were like, please, no. Because, you know, you never know with Josh Allen, you know. You Absolutely, know. he's the magic man. But no, it's a fantastic win. I was so pleased for you. You you were happy as Larry. It was an incredible game, incredible result. It sure was. In the third game, it was between the Texans and the Falcons. Both of, of us picked the Falcons. And at first, the Texans, you know, I mean, the Falcons were looking good. But the Texans were also leading with one minute, like 30 seconds, I believe, left in the fourth quarter. But Desmond Ridder came up clutch, drove his team down. Young Wei Ku, the only Chinese player in the league, picked the game-winning field goal and won it 21-19 for the Falcons. What were your thoughts on this game? Well, this was a seesaw game, wasn't it? It was backwards and forwards, and there was a lot of those this week. So there was a lot of lead changes in, in most of the games, going backwards and forwards. I wasn't sure about this one. We picked the Falcons. It was a bit of a bit of a nervy one, but no, they came through in the end. Yep, and next up, we had the Detroit Lions taking on the Carolina Panthers. We both picked the Lions win this game and they quite comfortably did. I mean, the Panthers' offense had some sparks, but right now, Bryce Young, if I'm being honest, he isn't really looking like the quarterback that they really hoped he would be. 
He's not really stood out like CJ Stroud has really stood out. You know, Anthony Richardson's done decent, but CJ Stroud, like the rookies, just looked absolutely amazing, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we're almost spoiled by rookie quarterbacks these days because so many of them come in. You've got to look at people like Trevor Lawrence at the Jaguars. As you say, CJ Stroud, so many come in and look amazing from the get-go. And yet that's a big ask to, to, for somebody like Bryce Young to come in and to expect him to be amazing from the get-go. It, it's a huge ask. So I think he's playing like a rookie QB. He, he's developing the whole time. And, and so many quarterbacks say that the game slows down in year two. You know, suddenly you're reading the game better. You're reading the defences and the game seems to literally slow down for them. And I think that's going to happen with Bryce Young. Okay, people were worried about his height. He's not the tallest of quarterbacks, but I I think he will be a good functional starting quarterback for them. Final score was 42-24 to the Lions, and I thought the Panthers did well to put up 24 points. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers, they do have some weapons on that team, and they can sometimes show it. Next up, we had the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans. Both of us picked the Colts. And the Colts did win it, 23-16. But Anthony Richardson got injured and is going to be out for the next few weeks. So do you know what that means? Minshew Mania is taking over Indianapolis, okay? I'm actually quite worried because never doubt Minshew Mania, you know? So he's going to be starting for them. Mr. Gardner Minshew will be starting for the Colts for the next few weeks. What were your thoughts on that game, though? Well, yeah, it's just a shame because Anthony Richardson has looked so good. He's been so excited for them this year and he just went down under a tackle. And this is the problem when he got a running quarterback. He's always going to get tackled a lot. And he's only finished one of his previous games that he's played because he keeps getting injured. But he went down, got hit hard on his shoulder and it's a grade three AC tear, which means he's just damaged his shoulder. He's on injured reserve, going to be out at least four weeks. You say Gardner Minshew coming in is probably one of the best backups in the league in terms of the drop and quality from your starter to your backup. But yeah, it's going to be a real a real loss for them. They were looking so exciting. But the Titans were, were looking decent, so a really good win for the Colts there. Yep, and next up we had the Miami Dolphins taking on the New York Giants. Both of us went with the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won fairly easily. 31-16. The Giants, I mean, they, they had some decent plays, but honestly, the Dolphins, they're just looking like too strong of a team, wouldn't you say, as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Giants look terrible this year. Across the board, offence and defence, and of course, in this one, Daniel Jones went down with a neck injury in the fourth quarter, and they're not sure if he's going to be starting this Sunday because the injury is so bad. It's it's an injury he suffered before. But I think the Giants are probably with two other teams, the worst team in football at the moment. And yeah, you would expect the Dolphins to make easy work of them. And the only thing that surprised me was it wasn't a, a bigger gap in terms of score. Yep. Next up, we had the New Orleans Saints take on the New England Patriots. Both of us went with the Saints, but I sort of thought, no, I mean, the Patriots could show some talent, maybe. I mean, they have a talented team, but I was obviously wrong, because the Saints literally won 34-0 against Patriots franchise. For this year, it looks like they could be done. I think that this could be one of the worst teams in the league. And like you said, I think Bill Belichick could get fired after the season. 
I'm sorry, this team's just looking like a mess. Absolutely. Like the Giants, the Patriots are also one of the those three worst teams in the league at the moment. The other one I'll put in there is the Broncos. I think those three are the worst three teams in the league. I think there's nothing about them at the moment. And Bill Belichick has lost 38-3, which is worst ever defeat, and then 34-0, which is his second worst defeat in consecutive weeks. And they look totally lacking leadership. And I said last week, I thought Belichick could go at the end of the season. The way they're going, that he may not even survive the season. They're really bad. Yeah, honestly, the reason some people thought this team could be any sort of good was because of that defence. They still got a pretty good defence, but that defence also just looked bad. And now this team's just crumbling. They are looking really bad. Yeah. Next up, we had my boy Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually, scratch that my boy Lamar Jackson part because he looked awful. The Steelers won 17 to 10. Like, how many missed opportunities can you get if you're the Ravens? They drove down and Lamar threw a pick in the end zone. The receivers were dropping passes. The Ravens, like Zay Flowers, is looking not that good overall. Like, he just dropped so many passes. Also, in the first quarter of that game, Lamar took a deep shot. Zay Flowers was wide open. It was probably a touchdown, and then he just dropped it. It went right through his hands. So, like, the Ravens just looked to have no receiving call. Mar Jackson's just making mistakes and is looking terrible in that game. I mean, overall in the season, he's been looking decent, but in that game, it is awful. Honestly, anyways, what were your thoughts on this game? Absolutely shocking. Could not believe it. The Baltimore Ravens looked like they were actively trying to lose the game. Yep. Genuinely, that's how bad they were. It looked like they were trying not to win. Just completely inept across the board, but particularly on offense. They had three potential touchdown passes dropped in the end zone by receivers, two on consecutive plays. Lamar Jackson threw a pick in the end zone. They were 10-3 up for a huge amount of this game and they had chance upon chance to put it away and didn't. Allowed the Steelers to hang in there, allowed the Steelers back in. The fact that the Ravens lost this one, they everybody across the board needs to have a good hard look at themselves because this was an inept performance of unbelievable proportions for a professional football team. It was crazy. Yeah, like, how many chances can you get to basically just win the game and not? Like, that, like that is awful. Next up, we had the Arizona Cardinals take on the Cincinnati Bengals. I picked the Bengals, you picked the Cardinals, and the Bengals did win, but still the Cardinals were looking pretty good in that game. Yeah, I mean, this was close. I mean, the final score was 34-20, helped in no uncertain times by the fact that Joe Burrow, their quarterback, suddenly looked like his calf, which has been troubling all season, wasn't bothering him anymore. And Jamar Chase, who hadn't scored a touchdown all season, suddenly got three in this game. So their two big playmakers on offense suddenly sprung to life. But the Cardinals kept it close. I mean, the Cardinals were within three, sort of halfway through the third quarter, and it was only late doors that the Bengals really pulled it away. I was quietly confident and not exactly hating my pick in this one, because I thought the Cardinals were looking much better than I thought they would. They kept it close until late on. So, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good performance. But, I mean, the Bengals are back. The Bengals are back, and I think the rest of the AFC needs to watch out, because if they carry on in this sort of form, it's going to be tough. Next up, we had the Philadelphia Eagles against the Los Angeles Rams. 
both of us picked the Eagles to win this game, and the Eagles won it, 23-14. I mean, the Rams, they, obviously, they sort of kept it close. Only a nine-point win, but still, like, a win is a win for the Eagles. They're just looking like the second-best team in the league. Obviously, the best team. Bang, bang, nine again. But, yeah, this team, like, they can move the ball on offense. They can stop the other team on defense. This is obviously one of the really loaded teams. The Rams, I'm going to be honest, like, the Rams, they feel like a good team this year, but against the Eagles, they never really stood a chance. What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, Eagles have looked better week on week. I think that a score of 23-14, it wasn't really as close as it seems. I think the Eagles dominated this one. I mean, the Rams did well to keep it respectable. But yeah, Eagles improving week on week. They're going to be there at the end. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be uh, pushing any team they play. Pretty dominant win for them. And and the Rams are a good team. The Rams are, again, one of those ones who are better than I thought they'd be, but just aren't quite there yet against the bigger teams. Yep. Next up, we had the New York Jets taking on the Denver Broncos. I went with the Jets. You went with the Broncos. And the Jets won 31-21. to like, still, I mean, the Broncos looked decent. The Jets, I mean, their offense had a pretty good game. What did you think about this one? Sort of interesting. Uh, I shall never be picking the Broncos again this season. I thought the Broncos would be enough to beat the Jets, but the Broncos, as I say, one of the three worst teams in the league. They're currently one and four. I expect them in four weeks' time to be one and eight. They've got a tough schedule coming up, and I think they look awful. Both sides of the ball, they look weak. The score probably flattered them because with the Jets leading 24-21, the Broncos were driving down to try and tie the game up. Russell Wilson was tackled, fumbled the ball, and the uh, Jets defender ran it back for a touchdown to increase the lead. So really, it was it was a one-score game, this one. I mean, a 31-21 final score is probably uh, making the Jets seem like it was further apart than it actually was. The Jets looked okay. Again, Zach Wilson... You know, not looking as bad as everybody first feared. And certainly me, I I thought he would probably be benched by now. But the Broncos, just absolutely awful. Terrible team. Next up, we had the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Both of us went with the Chiefs. The Chiefs did win 27-20, but like a close game, obviously. I believe Travis Kelsey did actually get injured, but came back into the game. He did. But yeah, I mean, the Vikings, like, they had some good plays and stuck into it. But it's like you said last week, I mean, the Chiefs didn't look superb, but they don't really need to look superb, you know. All they need to do is win. Yeah, that's something I've noticed about the Chiefs this year. Like, all their wins have actually been close games. Like, we haven't really seen any blowouts like we have the previous years. But this is still a good team, honestly. What, what are your thoughts on this game? I mean, to me, the Chiefs are failing to put away poor teams that they should be putting away handsomely. I mean, the last two weeks, was it Jets and Vikings? Yeah. They really struggled past them and won by only a score when really they should have been up by three scores. So I'm a bit worried about the Chiefs, I have to say. Uh, I think if they start coming up against the bigger teams, the Dolphins and the Bills, I can see the Chiefs struggling. They're okay. They're getting the wins, but not as in, as emphatically as I would expect them to. So we shall see what happens. And of course, they're the Thursday night game, so we're not sure if Kelsey's going to be fit for it. They've got a few players out injured. And Mahomes without Kelsey, given the fact that his wide receivers are not that great and really not performing for him, don't know. We'll see. Yep. 
Next up, we had the Sunday night game, the primetime game, the Dallas Cowboys playing. I mean, there's there's no team that can beat the Cowboys, right? Actually, there is one team, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Both of us picked the Niners, and guess what? We were right, because the Niners won 42-10, just like Fred Warner, George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Like, there's more playmakers on that team than I can count. You, by far, have the best team in the league, wouldn't you say? I mean, I stayed up to watch this one. You know, it started at one twenty, finished about 4.30. And I sat up, because I'm nuts, sat up in, in the middle of the night and watched this. And it was unbelievable. I thought this would be a really tough game. We both said this could be the game of the week, and it was one of the blowouts of the week. The Cowboys didn't turn up. We scored twice before they managed to, so we are up 14-0. They got a touchdown, but that was the only time they troubled the end zone. And we just pulled away and pulled away. Kittle obviously got three touchdowns. McCaffrey extended his number of games with a touchdown. I think he was he's now up to 13. Also, going back to last season, the 49ers have now won 14 straight regular season yeah. games. 14. That's tied for a record, I think. There's only 17 games in a regular season, which means we've almost gone an entire season, calendar-wise, unbeaten, which is absolutely crazy, almost unprecedented. So we just seem to be on fire. I mean, we were dominant on offence. We were dominant on defence. Dallas just had no answer to everything we were doing. And I have to say, you know, when you're sat there in the middle of the night thinking, oh, God, I hope we're going to be okay. And then you realise pretty much from midway through the second quarter, oh, this is a breeze. This one's in the bag. We've done this already. It's really good. I, I was stunned that it was so easy. Yep. Bang, bang, night again. <laughs> and next up, we had one of the worst Monday night football games I think I may have ever witnessed in my life. We had the Green Bay Packers take on the Las Vegas Raiders, a complete defensive game. No offences could move the ball. Both offences had turnovers. It was just not a very exciting game. But the Raiders did manage to win it 17-13. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's just an absolute snorefest. I tell you what, I, I, I wouldn't have stayed up to watch this one. I mean, it was close, but I think Jordan Love, the Packers quarterback, he looked pretty good early in the season, and I think he's sort of fallen off a cliff a bit. He's really not looking that great now. Both sides sort of struggled to make much of an impact on this game. The Raiders just about held on. Just two really middling to low-middling teams who really aren't that exciting. Yep, that is true. So that is all of the games and scores from Week 5. But now it's time to move on to week six. Let's start off with the Thursday night game. The 1-4 Denver Broncos at the 4-1 Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this game. Like, considering what the Chiefs have done the last few weeks against teams, not very good. I mean, it has still been close games. I think this could be like around a 10-point Chiefs win. I think the Broncos could do some stuff. But like I said, the Chiefs are still too good of a team. They've got too many playmakers for the Broncos to handle, I think. Yeah, this is either going to be quite a close game or maybe a blowout for the Chiefs. Maybe the Chiefs are finally going to go off and have a blowout. The Chiefs are just the best team, so they will end up winning it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I completely agree. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Like I say, without Travis Kelsey, if he's not playing, 
their game changes radically and I think it's all going to be going through Pacheco, their running back. I think they're going to just pound it on the Broncos. The Broncos, I'm never going to pick them again. They look absolutely inept, terrible, just a shocking football team. And how Sean Payton, I mean, this is almost karma, isn't it? It was Sean Payton criticising Nathaniel Hackett for the job he did there last season. And yet Payton seems to be even worse. Russell Wilson looks a shadow of his former self still. And I can't see any other result other than the Chiefs absolutely destroying the Broncos, probably by 17 points, I reckon. So, yep, there's an agreement to start it off. Next up, we have the 3-2 and two Baltimore Ravens at the 2-3 and three Tennessee Titans. What are your thoughts on this game? I'm going with the Ravens here. Both teams have looked great one week and terrible the next. I mean, as you say, the Ravens are 3-2, and two, the Titans are 2-3. and three. It really depends who turns up. I mean, this is quite a tough one to call, but... I'm just hoping that Lamar will be able to pull it out. I'm hoping that John Harbaugh will have put a rocket up them after last week's shockingly bad performance. And I think the Ravens are going to come into Tennessee and just do enough to win it. Again, it's, it'll probably be by three points or less. I think it'll be a close one. But I think the Ravens will take it. Yeah, if not for the Ravens' performance last week, like before last week, I would have said, blah, for the Ravens. But now I think it'll be the Ravens but only, like you said, by like three points. I think the Titans will stick into this game. So I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I think this could be maybe a slugfest if, you know, both defences end up showing up. A bit like the Ravens-Steelers game. See, I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I don't see this being too much of an entertaining football game. So guess what? Another agreement. Next up, we have the two and three Commanders at the 3 and 2 Falcons. I'm going to go with the Falcons in this game. Ejon Robinson is looking insanely good for a rookie. Desmond Red is looking decent, I guess. I mean, like, obviously, against the Texans, he led his team downfield for a game winning drive. So I think he can get it done against the Commanders. I mean, the Commanders are a talented team, but still, like, that pretty much blowout loss against the Bears could. You know, get into their heads, it could it could affect them. So yeah, I think Falcons are going to be able to pull this one out. What are your thoughts? Yep, I'm the same. I mean, I do like the Commanders. I think Sam Howell is a really good quarterback. Probably a little bit inconsistent, but he's only young. He's only a second-year QB. I think the Falcons have got a great one-two punch at running back. Bijan Robinson just looks incredible for a rookie. And then you've got Tyler Algier, who's a great sort of third down back for them as well. So you can rest Robinson and put somebody in who's almost as good as him. And I think that them pounding on the commander's defense, even though the commanders do have a very good D-line, I think the Falcons, being at home as well, will probably do just about enough to win this one. And Ridder looked better last week, and I'm hoping he's, he'll continue to improve and he'll actually start to win them games rather than maybe lose them games. And guess what? Another agreement! And next up, we have the 1-4 Vikings at the 1-4 Bears. What are your thoughts on this game? Not, not one I'm particularly looking forward to. I've gone for the Bears on this one, but only because after their performance last week, I think with Justin Fields seeming like he's linking up with DJ Moore, which is what they've wanted all season, and Justin Jefferson, of course, was the big injury news coming out of Minnesota last week. 
I know that you're particularly upset about that because not only do you like him as a player, but you picked him for your fantasy team. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be a big loss. He's got a hamstring injury. He's been put on injured reserve, so he's out at least four weeks, and they reckon it could even be longer than that. And I think Jefferson has been such a huge part of the Vikings' offense that Kirk Cousins is now basically thrown to a couple of rookies, and uh, therefore I can't see them being able to put up enough against an improving Bears side. So, yeah, I'm going for the Bears. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears as well, so we're going to have another agreement. Oh my goodness, how many agreements are we going to have? I think Bears are just the better team in this game. Yeah, like I said, DJ Moore is getting thrown the ball a lot now, and he, that's what like the Bears and Justin Fields, you know, needed to do, you know, because that is a playmaker. He's a fast, you know, he's an agile, he's great at catching. So yeah, the Bears, I mean, they, they also do have some depth on that team. They showed it last week. If they can just continue that and be consistent, which I think they will. So I'm going to pick the Bears to win this game. And next up, we will have the 3-1 Seahawk at the 2-3 Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bengals on this game. I mean, this is such a, this was one that on my pick'em, I was just going backwards and forwards on for like five minutes. It was such a tough one. It's a bit like, I believe, week three it was between the Lions and the Falcons. When you said, like, I'm picking the Lions, but, like, deep downside, like, I do so want to say Falcons. That is me in this game. So I'm picking the Bengals because that win over the Cardinals could give them a bit of momentum going into this next game. But deep downside, I, part of me does still want to say Seahawks. But it's such a tough one. I'm just going to go with the Bengals. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the Bengals. I think the Seahawks have been a bit up and down this year. And obviously, they're coming off a bye week, so they've had a rest. But I think, yeah, they've got a good running game. Yeah, they've got good receivers. Um, I would have to say that I've been a bit disappointed with uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I thought that being a high pick wide receiver, I thought he was going to be really good. And maybe because they've got Metcalf and Lockett and he's sort of struggling to to get the targets, but he's been a disappointment for me. I think the Bengals are a sleeping giant that's finally woken up. They looked really good last week. Jamar Chase is back. Joe Burrow is back. I think that being the home team, they are going to be just too much for the Seahawks. And of course, I kind of want that to happen because the Seahawks are divisional rivals. So I still begin to have them lose another game. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. So, our fifth straight agreement. Oh, my goodness. Next up, we've got your boys, the Niners, at 5-0. and At the Browns, who are 2-2, two two, coming off a of bye week. What are your thoughts on this game? I'm going to go Niners. I'm past the stage where I'm going to worry about jinxing them. I just think we're looking really strong. Deshaun Watson still isn't confirmed if he's going to play or not. So if they've still got their backup QB, I think it's going to be even easier for us. I think putting pressure on him is really going to make them struggle. I can see few teams out there who I think can stand shoulder to shoulder with us. I think both sides of the ball were strong, I say, every week. Uh, It's great to see. I'm really excited. Uh, The only thing is, of course, no one ever won a Super Bowl in week five or week six. So we've got to keep the momentum going. 
But I think Carl Shanahan, the head coach, is uh, really keeping them grounded and saying week by week, you know, we play the team that's in front of us. We don't worry about records. We don't worry about anything else. So even though it's in Cleveland, I can see us going in there and being too strong for them. So, yeah, Niners win for me. Well, we're going to have another agreement because my team going to pick the Niners. Just such a good team. The Browns, they're just not good enough to take down. You guys, you guys are by far the best team in the league. Like, you guys obviously had a blowout win against the Cowboys. You guys are just way too strong for them to handle. I think it's going to end up being a Niners blowout. Maybe more than the Cowboys win. You know, that they, they could absolutely take off and just leave the Browns behind. So there is another agreement. I believe that is six straight. Start it off. Next up, we've got the 3 2 New Orleans Saints at the 2 and 3 Texans. I'm going to go with the Saints to win this game because obviously they had the blowout win against the Patriots where they just looked so good on offense and defense. I mean, the Texans, obviously, CJ Fowler's looking so good. I think the Texans could be back to being a good team like in 2019, you know? Yeah, I mean, the Saints, they're, they're, they could just be a bit too strong for the Texans to handle. So I'm going to go Saints by the Saturday point. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm going Saints as well. This was a tough one for me to call. I think the Texans are legit. They're looking really strong. Again, CJ Stroud has made such a difference to them. However, last week, the Saints looked in control both sides of the ball. I mean, Saints have been good defensively all season. They haven't been bad. It's just the offense has let them down. And I think the offense against, okay, a poor Patriots side last week, but the offense came to life. And I think they're going to bounce off that. Derek Carr looks strong again. So, yeah, I can see the Saints just about being able to do enough to win this one. But I think it will be a close game. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Texans won it. Yep. Same, honestly. Next up, we've got the 3-2 Colts at my boys, the 3-2 Jacksonville Jaguars. What are your thoughts on this game? Because this thing, this is a big game because whoever wins this game will be first place in the division. Yeah. I mean, the Colts are going to be a different proposition without Anthony Richardson. Okay, we, you know, you talk about Gardner Minshew and Minshew Mania. But he's a backup for a reason. He's probably one of the better backups in the league. But he is a backup. And I think the Jags, when they came into London at 1-2, and two, I was worried they were going to be leaving at 1-4. and four, And they've not. They won both their London games, so they're 3-2. and two. And I think they're on a roll. They've looked unbalanced in most of their games. The Either the defence looks good or the offence looks good. But never in the same game. Last week, I thought you were good on both sides of the ball. And hopefully you can take that and go forward. So I'm going for a Jags win on this one. I'll be wanting a Jags win for you, but I think that they will win. So yeah, Jags for me. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Colts. So we will have our first disagreement. Well, one of the reasons I'm picking the Colts, I feel like, is because I made don't want to jinx it. I picked the Jags to win in week three. And guess what? We got blown out. So I don't think for the rest of the year, I don't know if I'll be picking the Jags. Like, I'm sorry. I just really don't want to jinx it. And the Colts, this thing, Gone into the thing that makes me think he can be good is because he has starter experience. He had starter experience with us for basically like two seasons. He was our starter. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts when they've got some, still do have some playmakers on that team. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor back. I'm just going to go with the Colts. Like, I have no words. That's just my gut feeling. 
So next up, we've got the own five Panthers at the 4-1 Miami Dolphins. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this game because Bryce Young is looking not great to me, to what at least I expected. He's been a tiny bit less good, but he's still like a decent quarterback who can improve, obviously. But the Dolphins are just way too strong. Such a good team. Like Tyreek Hill is just looking insane. Tua Tagovailoa is looking insane. Just their entire team is looking insane, honestly. I mean, the defense looking not great, but still pretty good. I think the Dolphins are going to be way too strong for the Panthers to handle. This could be a Dolphins blowout. What are your thoughts on this game? Exactly the same. Uh, the Panthers, they're giving it a good go. They're 0-5, but I would say there's 1-4 teams that are worse than they are. But, you know, they're just not getting the rub of the green. The Dolphins look amazing. I do wonder whether the Panthers are now having picked Bryce Young with the number one pick and now looking at later picks like CJ Stroud, like Anthony Richardson and thinking, if only, if only, you know, maybe if they'd taken one of them, things could have been different for them. But it is what it is. They're giving it a, a really good go, but just not good enough and won't be good enough against a very strong Dolphins team, especially playing down in Miami. So Dolphins easy win for me. Right. Next up, we have a game that is just really does not seem that exciting. We have the 1-4 New England Patriots at the 2-3 Las Vegas Raiders. What are your thoughts on this game? Patriots are terrible. Patriots are absolutely awful, shockingly bad. Much worse than I thought. Mac Jones has completely fallen off a cliff. The Raiders aren't that much better, but can play decent football coming off a win. So I can't see the Patriots going anywhere at the moment and getting a win. So I think it's going to be an awful game. But yeah, Raiders easy win. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to be honest, whoever bought a ticket to go see this game, I'm sorry, they probably wasted their money. Yeah, like I said, Matt Jones has just completely fallen off a cliff. The best he's played in his career was his rookie year, in my opinion. Mm. You say, too. He was looking really good as a rookie, but in his second year, and so far in his third year, he's just looked absolutely awful. Hasn't been able to show any signs of being the Patriots franchise quarterback. So, yeah, the Raiders are just by a bit the best team, so I think they'll end up coming out on the top. So, next up, we've got the 4-1 Detroit Lions at the 3-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Lions on this game. The Bucks have obviously been looking like quite a good football team. But the Lions have been looking like an even better football team. This team look extremely solid, both on the offensive side. And, well, actually, now I think about the defense, the defense isn't spectacular, but it's decent. A bit like the Dolphins, you know. But, yeah, this team is just a bit too good for the Bucks. I'd say I can see this being such a close game that I really do, but I'm going to but I think the Lions will just be able to squeeze out a win. What are your thoughts? I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Buccaneers have got quite a soft schedule, and I think they're playing a lot of weaker teams. The only time they've come up against a decent team, they've been absolutely blown out. Bucks aren't a bad team, but they're not a good team either. They're a very middling team. The Lions, I would say, are probably top five at the moment, maybe the fifth best team in football. Many people thought they'd have a good season and good performances, I don't think anybody thought they would be as good as they are. So I think this is going to be a Lions easy win. I think they're going to come in, control the Bucks, get pressure on Baker Mayfield. 
And yeah, I can see the Lions running away with this one. All right. Next up, we have the 1-4 and four Arizona Cardinals at the 2-3 and three Los Angeles Rams. Who are you going to go for in this game? I was seriously tempted to go for the Cardinals again, mainly because it would be nice if the Rams lost and both of them went to 2-4 and four. That's in terms of our division. But I'm going to go for the Rams. I think the Cardinals have really given it a good try, but they're not quite there yet. The Rams have just got enough going on. You know, Cooper Cup's back. Matt Stafford is seemed to be revitalised. And so I think being at SoFi at home for the Rams, I can see this being a Rams win maybe by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cardinals will be able to stick in this game. They Obviously, they have shocked quite a lot of people to win this game. Well, pretty much everyone, let's be honest here. Nobody really thought the Cardinals would do that well this year. But yeah, they've done pretty well, at least so far, you know. Even though they are wonderful, they've played a bit of good football in a few of the games. Uh, but yeah, the Rams are just too strong of a team, and they're at home. I think Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua can be quite a, like, a really good wide receiver call for the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford seems to be improving from last year. He seems to be getting a bit better. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams to win this game. So, next up, we've got the 5-0 Philadelphia Eagles at the 2-3 New York Jets. I'm going to go with the Eagles to win this game. The Jets are just a little bit confusing to me, a bit like the Titans, you know, like sometimes they can have a good game, but sometimes they can have like like really bad games. Quite a confusing team. I think the Eagles just all around have been looking like a good team, so they'll just quite easily, quite comfortably take down the Jets. So what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I completely agree. I think the Eagles are going to win this one very easily. I mean, the Jets are two and three, but their two wins have been against the Bills side who really beat themselves and against the Broncos, who I say are one of the three worst teams in football. And I think, frankly, probably you and me could suit up and uh, and beat the Broncos at the moment. So I don't think the Jets are good enough. And I, I'm, I'd still think it's really, I'd love to be able to see what the Jets season under Rodgers would have been. I think we've kind of been robbed of something that could have been quite special by that Achilles injury he suffered in week one. So the Eagles are a complete side, 5-0. and They're going to take the Jets down really, really easily, even though it's in New York. Well, no, sorry, they, they don't play New York, do they? They play New Jersey at, at MetLife anyway. So there is another agreement. Next up, we have the 1-4 and four Giants at the 3-2 and two Bills. Who do you think is going to win this game? Bills, easily. As I say, the Giants are also one of the three worst teams in football. They're going to be even worse if they haven't got Daniel Jones at QB. The Bills, they didn't play well last week. They probably, I mean, they, they did seem jet-lagged, didn't they? They'd gone out late. They'd gone out late in the week. I think it was Friday. They threw out to play two days later. And I think first half, they looked off their game. Second half, they woke up a bit. But they're going to be upset about that. So, yeah, I can see the Bills taking care of business against a very poor Giants side and uh, getting the win. Yeah, I wouldn't really be surprised if this score ends up being like two million to nothing for the Bills. I mean, the Giants. I'll be very surprised if that was the score. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, okay. I'll be honest, but you know, quite quite a blowout for the Bills. Yeah, the the Giants are just looking so bad. Like it's like you said multiple times as well. The Giants' comeback against the Cardinals. The only reason they may have like 
1% of respect at all this year. This is just like they're just a bad football team. They haven't really showed anything very like good this year. So I'm going to have to see them play well to think they will play well in the next games. Yeah. So yeah, just an easy Bills win. This could be like one of the biggest blowouts of this season, in my opinion. Next up, we've got the three and two Cowboys at the two and two Chargers. I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win this game. I do think that Nani's loss will affect the Cowboys, but still the Chargers have just not been looking very good. They've been looking like a mid-team, and I think the Cowboys will still get angry about that Nani's loss and take it out on the Chargers. They're going to be furious, in my opinion, after that loss. So, yeah, they're going to try and put everything they have into that game to try and, like, make people not think that after, you know, the Nani's loss, that they're, like, maybe quite a bad team, you know. Yeah, I think they're going to be just giving it everything in this game to try and get themselves back on track a little bit. What are your, what's your opinion? I really am denied about this one. I wasn't sure which way it's going to go. Chargers are at home, but of course, a Chargers home game is pretty much normally a home game for the away team, isn't it? So the place will be full of Cowboys fans. I think the Chargers are good. They're coming off a bye week, so they're going to be well rested. But of course, Justin Herbert did break his one of the fingers on his non-throwing hand in week four. So I wonder how much that's going to affect him. But I think you're right. I think the Cowboys were pretty much humiliated last week, even though some of them came out and try and suggest otherwise. Micah Parsons, I'm looking at you. I think the Cowboys are going to be too strong for them. I do like the Chargers this season, but they are inconsistent. And I think the Cowboys are going to take care of business. It'll be close. Might even be overtime. I don't know. Yeah, I can just see the Cowboys taking care of business. So that's 15 games because the Packers and Steelers are both on a bye week. But that's all our picks for week six. So that's all for this week's show. For the Double G NFL Picks podcast, I've been Griffin. And I've been Graham. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Ha, ha, ha.